my eyes fell, just after Pastor Glenn said about sharing a prophetic word, um, I just happened to glance down at the stage and I just, my eyes fell upon this plectrum. It, um, you use it to play the guitar with. And um, immediately I heard the words, pick it up and play. Now that's not for me to get it up and play the guitar, <laughs> but I believe it's a, a prophetic word for perhaps all of us here tonight. What gift have you got that you need to pick up and play? Because as you pick it up and play with it, God will delight in it. Just as we delight in the music that we're hearing tonight, God will delight in your gift. So pick it up and play. You are God. You are God. You're the God of miracles. You're the God who makes me whole. I will I'm 
eclipsed by his glory and i realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me and oh how he loves us so us and oh how he loves us so all his children oh how he loves us how he loves us so sing oh how he loves us again one more time and oh how he loves us so Ephesians 3, Paul is praying for the church in Ephesus. And he prays this, he prays, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love. I'll read that again. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love, to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And if you trace this back to the original, what Paul is praying is that the church in Ephesus would feel the love of God supernaturally. And so God, that's our prayer here tonight, that your church would feel not just your love, not just love as we know it as humans, God, but your supernatural love. God, that we would grasp how high, that we would grasp how wide and how deep is this love, God. God, that this love would surpass our human understanding. God, would you give us the measure of all the fullness of God. Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you that it's a love that we can't understand. Us and our brokenness, we don't get. God, it's a supernatural love. I believe that when we pray along with Scripture, we fall in line with your will. And so, God, we pray that tonight, that your supernatural love falls on this place, that your supernatural love falls on the city of Madison. God, would you use the church to show Madison your supernatural love, God. Lord, we look forward to that. We praise you. We thank you in advance for the fact that you are going to show this region your love your supernatural love. Thank you, Father.
his portion and he is our prize drawn to redemption by the grace in his eyes if grace is an ocean we're all singing so heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss and my heart beats violently inside of my sister next to you, this is your brother next to you, and your daddy's the same God. Your daddy's the same God. It doesn't matter what you believe, in what doctrine, what theology, or how it's delivered. None of that matters when we're in heaven and we're standing next to each other saying, how's your mansion decked out? Our daddy is the same God. Look at your neighbor and say, my daddy is the same God. Look at your neighbor and say, your daddy must be good looking. Tell the other one, my daddy's good looking. Now when we sing this, I want you to think, he loves us, us as in my sister, my brother, and me. We are family, amen. <laughs> we are family bad and the ugly we're family so let's sing it together he loves us he loves us Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I just have this sense that the Father is saying to us that the walls have been up for way too long. The walls that have separated us. I am your Father and I'm loving you. But in the same room, in the same house, 
I'm trying to bring my children together by my spirit. And out of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And it goes on to say how God put the body together and we are all members of one another. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would tear down these walls in the city of Madison, that you would tear down these walls that separate us, that you would tear down the walls of differences, of preferences. God, that you would pour out your spirit on your bride, on this church, in the city of Madison, God, that we would demonstrate the one body, God, that you have called us, the one body as we reach out across the lines in the name of Jesus, that we would help the weaker parts, that we would give of ourselves with no name. It is time, Father, and we agree together as, as this worship gathering tonight, God, as this citywide worship, we agree and ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would tear down these walls of separation in your name. Amen. strongholds of licentiousness, envy, lust. We command those things to be broken in Jesus' name. Whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. What we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. We bind those strongholds over the city that is spiritually called Sodom and Egypt that also crucified our Lord Jesus Christ. your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates, lift up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. I see ancient doors being opened, rusty hinges being loosed. Doors which have not been opened for, for centuries and have been prayed for, swinging on their hinges again. We pray that you would open the gates, Lord, that need to be opened, and you would open the doors that need to be opened. Even as we pray, O oh Lord God, open those ancient doors. Let them come in. King of glory, come in. King of glory, Lord, come in. Strong and mighty. Come in, mighty in battle, come in. Lift up your heads, oh you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors. Lord of glory, come in.
God's love for us. And I just feel him telling us that we need to start with ourselves and loving each and every person. And that we need to let, if there's any bad feelings, we need to let that go. And we need to forgive people because how we forgive is how God is going to forgive us. Let it rain, God. Let it rain. Let it rain.
my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Oh, glory, Lord. We just thank you and praise you for that promise, Lord. And Lord, we, we just come before you now, Lord. We're sinners, Lord. And we just come before you. We humble ourselves before you. And we just pray, Lord, that, that you would just draw our hearts back to you, Lord. Fully, fully, 100%, Lord. I just pray that you would pour out your Holy Spirit and bring conviction of sin, Lord. Each of us have sins in our life that we need to confess before you and, and forsake. And so I just pray that you would give us the courage. Amen. God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation, and that is I am who I am, and this is what you are to say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. So Lord, we are here tonight because you are I am, and we offer our hearts to you because you are I am. And we bend our knee and we raise our hands and we raise our voices and we pick up the gifts and the talents that you have given us because you are, I am, in your name. that we would be one just as the Father and the Son are one God as you continue to bring us into the fullness of unity with the Son. Lord God, I, um, I just thank you, Father, for the picture that you showed me. Um, Lord, as each part of the body comes into the fullness of her function, Lord, I saw a megaphone being placed in, in um, the bride's mouth. Lord God, and on the megaphone, it's uh, we begin to proclaim with one voice and one spirit, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus. And the spirit and the bride say come as you unify us with the Son. We begin to, pr to proclaim and to cry out with one voice, God, with one sound, with one melody, with, harm with one harmony. Lord God, we proclaim and we ask, come Lord Jesus, come. And on the, the, the round part of the megaphone, I saw the words redeemed, sanctified, holiness, purification, salvation, righteousness. And we are covered in the blood of the Lamb. I thank you, Father, as we proclaim with one voice in the unity of the Spirit. We say, come, Lord Jesus, come. Now is the time for the voices to be heard. As you raise us up with one voice, we cry out, come, Lord Jesus.
comes we get tired we get drained and with that sometimes we forget where's our prayer partners where are those who pray for us when we get tired and then I would look and say they're right here they're in this house the house is where prayer begins in your own house in your own place in your own business in your own heart where you are is where God dwells so when you get tired, you can call up a friend, you can call up your loved one, say, I need prayer, I need help. See the old saying, do you remember the prayer, the family that prays together stays together? Let us not forget that. Let us remember who we are in Christ and let this house pray for each other. It's the only way we can stand. Amen. I have a video I'd like to show you, but we don't have sound tonight. So could the keyboard play Amazing Grace? And, and uh, the Bible says, my king is the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings, and he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. Do you know him? My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's impurely powerful. He's impartially merciful. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He's the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the only one qualified to be an all-sufficient savior. Do you know him? He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted 
and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleanses the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captive. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the aged. He rewards the diligent. And he beautifies the meager. I wonder if you know him. He's the key to knowledge. He's the wellspring of wisdom. He's the doorway of deliverance. He's the pathway of peace. He's the roadway of righteousness. He's the highway of holiness. And he's the gateway to glory. Oh, I hope you know him today. His life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His judgment is perfect. His reign is righteous. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. I sure hope you know him. He's indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. You can't get him out of your mind. You can't outlive him and you can't live without him. The Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault in him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him. And the grave couldn't hold him. Yeah, that's my king. Come on, church, let's stand together and worship that king. Let's give him our glory. He, he deserves it. Amen. That's my king. That's my king. That's my king. You're the God of the city. You're the king of these people. You're the Lord of nations. You are. You're the light in the darkness. You're the hope to the hopeless. To the restless, you are there, and no like our God. There, and no like our God. Make this your prayer tonight. Greater things have yet to come. Greater things still to be done in the city. Lord, greater things are yet to come, greater things still to be done in the city. Greater things, greater things are yet to come, greater things still to be done here. Sing it out, Lord. Greater things, greater things are yet to come. God of the city, you're the king of these people. Make this your prayer night, Lord of the nations. You are you're the light in the darkness, you're the hope to the hopeless, you're the peace to the restless. You are there is no one like I. 
still to be done here. We want to shift our attention now to prayer for some different areas that we're going to lock into in the next few minutes here. First thing we wanted to pray for tonight is um, churches that have planted within the last two years. If you're a church planter and you have planted in the last two years, I want to ask you if you'd come up here for just a minute. We'd like to pray for you. I know we got Zach here with the vine. If there's anyone else in the audience tonight. What I'm going to ask is for the other pastors that are here tonight, if you're a pastor, not even from this city, but you're here with us, I want you to come up. We're going to pray for this church plant. I believe that God wants to raise up more churches in this city. If you think we have more than enough, you've got another thing coming. Amen. <laughs> we have about 6 to 8% of the population that claim to go to church on a regular basis in this city. We have got to have some more church planters come to this place, and we've got to have them survive. Amen. So when someone comes to town, take them out, buy them a cup of coffee, and give them $100. Amen? And say, listen, we're for you. I may not attend your church, but we're praying for you. Did you know High Point did that when we moved to town nine years ago and planted Metro Believers Church? We got cards from the staff saying, we're praying for you. We're trusting God for you to knock it out of the park in the city. And you know what, Zach? We're praying for you to knock it out of the park in the city. Amen? <laughs> Father... Father, we pray. We lay our hands on our brother and we say, God, bless him and his team. Father, send more into this city like him that have a real passion and a heart for the lost. God, not just transfer growth, but real conversion growth. People who need Jesus, that don't know you, God, that need to come to an understanding of who Jesus is in their life. God, I pray for their church. I pray, God, that you'd lead them and guide them and direct them. I pray for divine favor. Father, in between God and man. I, I, we couldn't believe the favor we had in this city when we got here, God. I pray that that same spirit would rest upon Zach in Jesus' name and his team, Scott and uh, the rest of the team, God. I pray, Father, that you would raise up people who will be called to this church and will come alongside of them and, and fill the gap, God, and fill in all the places that are necessary and create a team, God, that reaches people for Jesus in the kingdom. Make it real hard for people to go to hell from this city, God. God, we thank you for this church. We ask you to bless it. We ask you to, 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 to see to it that all of their needs are met, that finances come in, that human resources come in, that all of the musicians and all of the staffing and all of the areas that need to be filled would be covered supernaturally by your power and presence. And Father, we thank you for these pastors who are on this platform. We pray for the city church. Not just city church, but... The City Church. <laughs> uh, God, we thank you for the men and women that you've called to this city, God, and you've placed them here for such a time as this. You've placed your hand upon them and you've given them a word from heaven and you've caused them to drop their segregation and separation and unite their hearts together in this city so, God, that you can get the credit. We don't have to get the credit. You get the credit. You're the chief shepherd. God, lead us with your divine presence and help us, God, reach the areas and the quadrants of the city that you've called us to reach, oh God. Father, we can't do this on our own. I pray for your 
Holy Spirit to anoint every pastor. I pray for a, a divine spirit of encouragement, God. Sometimes in the trenches we get, we get shots taken at us, God, and we feel like quitting sometimes. And God, I pray that you would just wrap your arms around your servants tonight and let them know that, that they're okay, that they're, they're doing a great job, that you love them and care about them and, and they can do it. Give them that boy tonight, God. That encouragement that says, you're my boy. <laughs> you're my girls. <laughs> we care about you. God, I thank you for them. I pray, God of this city, that you would indeed bless our city church in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Greater things yet to come. Greater things still to be done in the city. Things have yet to come. Great things still to be done in this city. Great things have yet to come. section on revival and breakthrough in the city and as I was praying about it and asking the Lord what I should pray uh, he led me to Ezekiel 37 if something to, needs reviving it means that it must be dead or it must be dry and it needs new life and it needs refreshing and I just want to read those first 10 verses quickly to you before we pray it says the hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, and he set me in the middle of a valley, and it was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. And he asked me, Son, man, can these bones live? I said, O sovereign Lord, you alone know. And then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones. Say to them, Dry bones? Hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you, 
and I will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I'll put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. It, it's pretty hard to be dry when you sit in the anointing like this. <laughs> and God wants to revive us again. But we're each here tonight with varying degrees of dryness in your life. If I asked you it this way, how many of you would like more of the refreshing Spirit of God? We would all agree that we would need more of that, no matter how dry we are. Some of might be dry and brittle bones tonight. Some of us might be somewhere along the, the having skin and sinews put on us. And, and as I was reading this, I said, Lord, you have not given me a command to prophesy. I'll just pray and ask for you to do this. And that we would all ask for that. That we'd ask for God to bring freshness to us. Because if he's going to come to the city, he's going to do it through his church. If he's going to come to the city, he's going to do it through you. And so we need to be revitalized. We need to be refreshed. We need to be revived. We need breakthrough in our lives so that we can bring breakthrough by the Holy Spirit to other people's lives. And as we were worshiping, the Lord said, I didn't tell you to command you to prophesy about dry bones, but I really felt like he wanted me to, to share something about breath. Let's just start by prayer. That's where this is this section of, you know, preachers grab a mic and they want to preach. But let's pray. Father, we know you love us. We've sung about it, and we've experienced it afresh tonight. Father, we confess varying degrees of dryness. It may not be any doing of our own. It's just that season that we're walking in. But we want to be revived, God. We want to be refreshed in you, Lord. We want more of your spirit to be activated. You're, the whole spirit lives in us. Your Holy Spirit, all of Him lives in us. But we want that to be refreshed and renewed and regenerated so that it this Holy Spirit lives out from us. Revive us again, O oh God. Revive us, O oh Lord. Revive me. God, revive me. I need revival, Lord, in my body as one of many here tonight. In my soul, I need reviving God. Start here. Start with the church. Start with your people. Revive me, O oh Lord. Revive us, O oh God. Revive us. Revive your church. Revive the church 
in such a way that its life is rejuvenated that we would be contagious because of the love of God. Father, we pray for breakthrough in us, breakthrough in our lives, breakthrough in our relationships, breakthrough in our workplace, breakthrough in our families, breakthrough in our situations. We invite you to come down. Rend the heavens and come down, O oh Lord. Rend the heavens and come down to your people afresh, O oh God. Break through. Break through the things that would try to bind us. Break things through the things that would try to keep us chained, that would try to prevent us from moving forward in your plans and purpose for our lives. Break through that, God. Rend the heavens and come down. Father, break through in our lives that by your spirit, we may break through to the lost. That your church would break through the, the spiritual barriers that are keeping the lost in darkness. That your spirit, we, we thank you that your spirit is actively at work and we want to be involved in that work, God. And we say, here we are, use us. May we break through into that realm of reaching the lost that we would see breakthrough in the political arena, breakthrough in, on our campuses, breakthrough in our workplaces, breakthrough that the Holy Spirit would be known through his people, that when we get up in the morning, we would sense your presence so honest that we would realize and know that we are the ambassadors of Christ being shot out into our culture and into our society. Come to this city, oh God. Come, move mightily in us to reach the lost in the city and in the region. Prophesy to the breath. Breathe on us, Spirit of the living God. Breathe on us afresh, O oh God. Breathe on us, wind of God. Holy Spirit, come. Revive. Revive your kids. Revive your children. Breathe on us, Spirit of God. Refresh our hearts. Renew our minds. Lord, may your spirit of repentance, that changing of our mind to see us so that we may see ourselves as you see us. Children of the Most High God, with a purpose in life to advance your kingdom on the earth. just feel like I'm supposed to say breathe over us. If you want to take in by breathing in and, and asking the Lord through that demonstration of just taking that in that you're inviting more of his spirit, this isn't anything spooky, you've got the Holy Spirit in you, just to say I want more of you, God, come and refresh me. Breathe! fresh with your spirit. Fill us to overflowing, oh God. Fill us. Revive your church so that we would see breakthrough come to our city through the spirit of the living God. Live through your people. Breathe. 
breath of God, breathe on us afresh for your honor and glory. I'd like to read one last scripture. It's Habakkuk 3, 2. It says, Lord, we have heard of your fame. Lord, we stand in awe of your deeds, O Lord. Renew them, revive them in our day, in our time, make them known. In our time, in our lives, in our city, and in wrath, remember mercy. Renew us, O God. Fill us afresh with your spirit to overflowing. May we leave tonight renewed to be your ministers in the marketplace, in our homes, throughout our culture, that we would be light and salt for your honor and glory. Amen. I'm to lead you in prayer for our nation, for transformation, for a move of God. And our sister came a few moments ago and read from that wonderful Old Testament scripture of my people who are called by my name, who humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and heal their land. I think we've been putting too much stock in our political leaders for too long. It's time for us to humble ourselves and pray. So if you need to kneel or if you need to stand or if you need to get out of your place of sitting there, let's just let's just be engaged here for a few minutes and let's before we pray for our nation, let's ask the Lord to bring a cleansing. I've been so burdened like so many of you to try to pastor a church that who knows how it's split politically as our city has gained so much reputation and not necessarily a good a good reputation but a, just a real season of brokenness in our own our own community and the kingdom way is always that low way of submission and representing Jesus Christ amen I think it was Eugene Peterson that said to defend the Christ word, you have to follow the Christ way to get the kingdom Christ results. And Lord, today we just begin by humbling our hearts and praying, Lord, we ask you to forgive us. We ask you, Jesus, to cleanse us as your people. Just right where you're at, just call out, okay? I'm going to just stop. I'm going to pull this mic back, but you just right where you're at, just Let's just ask the Lord to bring cleansing to our own hearts and our own lives. If my people would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Lord, we just call out to you right now in Jesus' name. Forgive us, Lord. We want change, God. We want transformation. Let it start in our hearts. Let it start in the church, oh God. Let it start in the community of faith. Let it start in the body of Christ. Forgive us, Lord Jesus. Our 
let that revival that Jeff was praying for start as we are humbled and broken, Lord. And God, we pray for our nation tonight. We again, Lord, by just praying that you would bring down the walls in the body of Christ so that we could become the, the church and the kingdom and that energy and that force that you would lo long for us to be, oh God. But Lord, with that in mind, we pray for those who, who lead us, Lord. You've commanded us to, to pray for those and to submit to those who are in authority over us. God, help us to pray for our president. Help us to pray for our Congress. Help us to pray for those who lead us. God, help us to pray for those who uh, serve us in the Supreme Court, Lord. Help us to pray more and talk less. God, change our hearts, Father. Change our attitudes, oh God. Convict us, Lord Jesus, and help us to humbly and, and with humility and brokenness, Lord Jesus, to pray for those in leadership in our nation today, God. And Father, we pray for transformation, but we, Lord, Lord, we look for it on the inside. We look for it to flow from our places of prayer and our gatherings of your people, Lord Jesus. We ask you, Lord, to somehow do a work in your body in this day in our nation, God, where those who are outside would know that we are your followers by the love that we have for one another. And in that, something would happen, Lord, something supernatural. God, literally, by the love that we have for each other, regardless of our differences, that those on the outside would say, I need to drink of that water. I need a taste of that tree because of the, the beauty that we show and the love and the, and the compassion that we model towards one another. Let it just start in our hearts, oh God. Jesus. Lord Jesus, we pray this in your name. We just pray this in your name tonight, Lord. Amen. was asked to lead the time of praying for the nations. Before we just do that, um, the Lord laid something on my heart and I want to share that. Um, I would just like all the pastors and their spouses to please stand. And I just sense the Father just wanted to encourage you, and even the spouses. And if you have your children here, you can also please stand. I just sense the Father just saying how much He appreciates you. He acknowledges the work that you do in His vineyard. He values you. He values what you do in the secret place. He calls you faithful. He calls you loyal. He calls you committed. He calls you as His devoted servants. He calls you as His friend. And he sees the place of labor and that your labor is not in vain. Your labor is not in vain. Where he has placed you, 
what he has called you to do the type of congregation he has given you is from him and as you are faithful even when you are gone and no more you will leave behind a signature and an impact of his presence that others will carry and run you look at a group you see numbers but god sees destiny god sees man and a woman he sees his servant placed at an appointed group of place and time with people to bring change and he says as you are faithful do not worry about the harvest coming in i am the lord of the harvest all i call you to do is feed my sheep rest in that word do not strive rest in my love rest in the uniqueness of how i made you how i have called you to pastor how i've called you to feed my sheep do not look to the left to the right do not look at your peers enjoy and delight in the inheritance i have given you and i have poured upon you each time as you come together and pray and seek my face a fresh mantle is given to you the old frayed robe is taken away and upon you is given a fresh mantle to serve me not out of a place of striving and restlessness but out of a place of great delight to know that the father calls you calls you his beloved he calls you he whispers into your ear his affirmation in this next few weeks would you affirm your sons and daughters lord in jesus name amen and as congregation there's a call on our lives to help plow the places of inheritance that god has called us to there's a call from the heart of god to be loyal to be faithful to be dedicated to be committed to be planted deeply in the place where he has called you and me revival just does not happen just by the outpouring of god's spirit it requires the sheep and the shepherd to come together not just in days not just by a moment of emotion it takes commitment it takes commitment and god is calling his people to a new place of committed being committed to the church god has called you to enjoy it delight it appreciate it grow in it bloom in it serve in it because that's where god has placed you and me he's raising up a new standard and he's saying stay stay go deep in there for i'm going to do a new and a mighty thing as you are faithful just as the shepherd is faithful you be faithful and we want to say yes to you lord we want to say yes to you in jesus name how do we pray for the nations it seems so big but when we begin to pray from the character of god when we begin to pray from his unchanging character 
no matter how great a nation is, no matter what wars take place, no matter what battles happen, no matter what the need is, no matter what the crisis is, our God reigns. Our God reigns. It says here in Deuteronomy 33, 26 to 27, Jeremiah 10, 6 to 7, you ride on the heavens to help us and on the clouds, your majesty. You are the eternal God, our refuge. And underneath are your everlasting arms. You will drive out enemy before us. You are great and your name is mighty and glory in power. Who should fear you, O king of the nations? This is your due among all the wise men of the nations and all their kingdoms. There is none like you. There is none like you. There's none like you in Japan. There's none like you in Libya. There's none like you in Iran. There's none like you in Israel. There's none like you in this nation. There's none like you, oh Lord God, over the nations. There is none like you. And as we come before you, God, as we come before you, God, the throne room of God, the heart of God, the ear of God is inclined to hear our prayers. Not from our own strength, God, but from the prayers you put on our hearts. We have nothing to offer you but to say that there is none like you in the nations. And we ask you, oh God, I want to ask specifically, oh Lord God, for breakthrough in Muslim nations, God. This city, as a city we pray, there's an anointing that's released. Uh, we have the capacity through our prayers to make that difference. And tonight, oh God, we step into that anointing. We step into that place of humility. We step into that place of authority through your name. And we ask you, God, for the harvest in the Muslim world to come, oh God. We ask, oh God, for divine interruptions. We ask for divine revelation. We ask for divine breakthrough. We ask for divine appointment. We ask for divine power, oh God, to bring transformation and change in the Muslim nations. What is Japan to you, oh God? You love this nation, God. You love the people. You don't just want to rescue people from problems, but you want to show that there is none like you. What a great God you are. Thank you. Thank you that you trust this city, that you trust your bride, that you trust us, and that you would give the nations as our inheritance. And we bless you. And we thank you and we magnify you for what you are doing in the nations. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
good time tonight. <laughs> Come on, let's give him a hand clap. Come on, let's give him a hand. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're so glad that you've come tonight, and we're so thrilled that we've been able to worship together and enjoy his presence. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming and spending your evening together. I believe that some things have happened in the spirit realm that we're going to see manifest in the natural. Amen? Amen. We're going to go out of here with a bang tonight. Hasn't our worship team done a great job? Amen. Thank you. But let's celebrate his presence and all that he's done tonight with a great, great, great song. Sing, sing, sing. Sing, 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 and make music with the heavens. We will sing, sing, sing. Grateful that you hear us when we shout your praise. Lift high the name. Shout! 
celebrate what God has done. We will go out in the city and we will worship God. Here we go. One, two, three. We will sing, sing, sing and make music with the heavens. We will sing, sing, sing. Grateful that you hear us when Bless you guys, we love you.